Can you describe its form? No. Start from the beginning. What do you think I do when you're away? You think I'm out in the garden, pining, looking up at the sky? <laughs> Why aren't you here? I gotta leave a day early. Your husband's here. extremely ill. You have to tell me where he was, what he was doing. It was his decision to go in. It's something they termed the shimmer. We've sent in drones and teams of people, but nothing comes back. But something has. You're a biologist. You served in the military. If I knew what happened, I could save his life. The boundary's getting bigger, it's expanding. We're talking cities, states. You need to know what's inside. So do I. It's beautiful. Check this out. It's like they're stuck in a continuous mutation. Anything interesting in there? No. Sharks have teeth like that. It's not possible. You can't crossbreed different species. What is it? The soldiers on the last expedition. They went crazy. Or something in here killed them. Something's come through the fence. Through the fence? We have to go back. I can't go back. We can camp here tonight. It's destroying everything. It's not destroying. It's making something new. Ba 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 ba. This is your seven. That's right, your seven. This is your seven of movie mom. For 30 days, I'll watch 30 movies and do 30 podcasts. This is day 11. myself a dum-dum, but I don't consider myself um, like some major intellectual. I do know when I don't know things, and I just finished a movie, and I know what I don't know. In other words, I know that there is probably a ton of stuff that I missed, and a ton of references 
that call back later that I didn't quite pick up on. At least, that's what I think. What I know is that I just finished watching the 2018 Natalie Portman film, Annihilation. And I, I don't even know what the hell I just watched. I, I mean, I do know, but like, that was some trippy stuff right there. Uh, you know, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie and it looked like there was some kind of weird um, force field or weird thing that um, these group of women go into with machine guns and it probably has something to do with aliens, right? I mean, that is almost exactly what you could say about the film. That's it right there. But it was so much more than that and uh, I have to say I enjoyed it. It was definitely uh, an enjoyable film to watch, but like trippy. Like I'm going wait what huh we what what huh what so I'm gonna try to go through the movie and um, do my best. If you haven't seen it, it is on Hulu, and you can go watch it right now if you have a Hulu subscription. Uh, so Natalie Portman is a oh so it opens I don't know what how it opens whatever it opens I believe with a meteor um, crashing to Earth. And hitting right at a light post, at a lighthouse. And the lighthouse, like you see this explosion, then it kind of cuts away. And we go to Natalie Portman. And she is teaching in this classroom. My first thought is, she's a scientist who's working, um, having something to do studying this thing that landed. This, you know, the results of this uh, meteor. I was wrong. She's just a college professor teaching biology. And we kind of start to learn a little bit about her. There's another professor who sees her out of the corner of his eye and says, Hey, why don't you come over? We're having a cookout. And she's like, Oh, I'm, uh, I can't. I have plans this week and I'm, I'm going to paint our bedroom. I mean, my bedroom. I was like, Okay, well, that's kind of telling what's going on here. And he's like, Listen, you don't have to blame yourself, okay? You can move on. You can have fun. So it was, that was a little heavy-handed, like, hey, we're explaining to you what's going on without telling you exactly. At least they didn't go as far as, he's my husband and I miss him. He was gone at war. Well, he, you know, they never did find the body, blah, blah, blah. They didn't go that far. But they did kind of set up the fact that she seems to be a widower. And her husband's gone. We don't know what's going on here. She's a professor and she has a friend with this guy who seems to put his hand on her a little too um, nonchalantly. That comes back later. Um, so she goes home. She's painting. Do, 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 painting in her bedroom. And um, they kind of show, they do do a nice job of showing pictures of her husband, Oscar Isaac. They show him kind of uh, as a soldier. And uh, they do they do this nice thing in this movie that I like, where it's nonlinear, where um, we see uh, flashbacks of her with her husband. We see flashbacks of her husband leaving. We see flashbacks of her um, bef- after she gets out of this whole movie. We see flashbacks of uh, just all, just when her husband comes. Oh no, wait a minute! The husband comes back as the current. No, everything's a flashback. I forgot the movie opens with her in a lab. Um, all these people are outside dressed in hazmat suits, staring in, monitoring her, observing her. And one fella is inside in another hazmat suit, uh, talking to her. And it's Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong, um, 
he's been in a bunch of stuff, and he's in Doctor Strange in the Marvel movies. And he, um, he's like, how long have you been in? Do you know how long you were in there? She goes, I don't know, maybe days, maybe weeks. He's like, you were in there for months. You had four months of, uh, no, you had like two weeks of rations, but you were in there for four months or something like that. So time kind of changes when you're in there, when you're in there, whatever in there is. Then I think they show the meteor. Then we kind of get to the part where she's at home painting. And, you know, as far as we know, her husband's gone. And then all of a sudden her husband shows up. And he's looking around. And right away, he's something's off with him. He's looking around like he's observing things in, the, in his own house. He goes up. He sees Natalie Portman. She reacts. You know, she's a great actress. So she has this real, real reaction like, oh, my God. Goes and hugs him. He kind of barely responds. Then she's tried, you know, they cut to her in the kitchen table. She's like, where were you? What happened? He doesn't really have any answers. He drinks a little water and she notices blood in the water. And he's like, I don't feel so good. And next thing you know, he starts bleeding and convulsing. We're in an ambulance. They're getting raced to an air, uh, to a hospital. All of a sudden, all these military show up. They take her, they take, they pull over the ambulance, pull him, pull her out at gunpoint, take them to a secret base. And in this base, Natalie Portman wakes up and she finds the doctor there, Dr. Jennifer Jason Lee. That's what I'll call her. And she's kind of, you know, she's like, where's my husband? He's, you know, he's not doing it. He had organ failure. Uh, what's going on? What is this? And, you know, finally, she explains what the hell's going on. And there's this thing that landed that hit a, um, a lighthouse. And this started seeing this weird glimmer. And then it started spreading and spreading and taking over things. We sent people in there to study it. They never came out. We sent teams in there to study it. They never came out. Is that dude weed whacking his yard again? Oh, my God. I'm outside now. And, um, or is there a drone? There's something going on out here. Anyway, so they, they're sending teams in there and, um, people aren't coming back and they need to figure out what's going on. Well, she decides, so she's kind of hanging out at the base. She meets a, a few women. She finds out they're all going in to figure out what the hell's going on. And she's like, I want in. She tells the, do the doctor. The doctor's going in too. And she's like, listen, I was in the army once. We learned that. I'm going in there and um, maybe I can find some answers to help my husband. So that's why she's going there. She can't do anything for him here. So she goes in there. And they go into this, they call it the shimmer. They go into this thing, and that's when the trippiness happens. All the trippiness starts happening where, and we have flashbacks of different things. Flashbacks of him having to go off to his secret mission. Flashbacks of her cheating on him with the other professor. Remember he was a little too handsy? Well, that's because they have a sort of um, sexual relationship. I guess it's not a sort of sexual relationship. It's a sexual relationship. And they're... So they're, you know, I don't know, knocking boots. Isn't that what they say in the 90s? And, um, but she's not very happy about it. And I think the husband is gone. The husband was still around, but he must have been away at the time because he's like, do you think he knows? Oh, he knows. He goes, you hate yourself. He goes, no, I hate you too. I don't want to do this anymore. So they kind of show that she's a flawed person. She's a flawed person. You know, she's not some, she's not just the good guy here. She has her issues. And I hear, when I see the cheating, it automatically kind of is a big red flag for me. I don't like it. And it makes me not like that person. But, ooh, hear that? I feel like I'm in the shimmer right now. That could be some kind of strange mutated bird. Um, so this team goes into the shimmer. Next thing you know, she wakes up, she's, she gets out of her tent 
she's kind of in a camp all by herself and they're going through these rations and they're like, well, we have this, we have that. And they're like, hey, doc, I think, no, she's not a doctor. Maybe she is. She's a biologist. So there's five of them. Four of them I recognize, which doesn't bode well for the fifth one. So the four actresses are Tessa Thompson, the girl from Jane the Virgin, is it Gina Rodriguez, that's her name, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, Natalie Portman, and a fifth person that I don't know. And again, once you see that fifth person, you think, oh no, she's the first one to go. And, and the first thing that's kind of trippy is, they're like... Um, do you remember setting up camp? Like, no, I don't remember setting up camp. I don't, I don't remember lots of things. Based on our rations, it looks like we've been here for a few days. Like, that's impossible. So they're already realizing that they're kind of losing track of time. Things are trippy in there. Uh, the compass isn't working, but they can use the sun and their watch to kind of figure out where south is, and that's where they need to head to get to the lighthouse. So the whole thing in this movie is getting to the lighthouse, getting to the lighthouse. Now, um, along the way, they start learning more about this trippy place. They start learning that um, in these the, this like genetic mutations are happening where excuse me, where animals seem to be changing their DNA this thing seems to be affecting their DNA sometimes it seems to be joining things where they found um, like flowers that shouldn't be growing together are growing off the same branch. This giant alligator attacks them but it has rows of teeth like a shark so that's mutated. Uh, they see these weird see-through fish going on there and um, then they stumble upon this base and inside the base there um, they they see all these uh, names and times it looks like the, the 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 previous team had set a base there and were kind of keeping watch so maybe they should keep watch too now what she didn't tell anyone else in the group is that the the guy who came out of the shimmer because nobody ever came out until one person came out and he's all screwed up and it's that soldier but she never told anybody that that soldier is her husband because she didn't want them to freak out or think anything I don't know why if you just told them then you know it would have avoided a few things later on so I don't get why but I mean I know why she did it but I don't I don't agree with it um, so they're in there in this. Uh, base now and he's uh they're like there's a there's a, a flash drive here that says for the for the next team for the people who who come after they put it in this um video player they have and they start watching it and it is creepy and gross and well done like special effects wise but ugh. so they show this guy kind of you know he's not doing very good and this other guy walks up and he looks into the camera and it's her husband oscar isaac they know him as the soldier she's like oh my god that's my husband keeping it to herself he takes his knife he's like no, it's okay it's okay and he stabs right into this guy and then he starts cutting open his stomach peeling peels back the skin and inside him things are moving around now i guess i don't know if it's his intestines are alive first i thought it was just an like alien inside him it's his intestines are all wiggling and moving around and are, are alive. They're all freaking out. So they're like, they're freaked out. Um, Gina Rodriguez is like, that's fake. That can't be happening. The trick of the eye. And um, meanwhile, uh, they kind of just go and try to relax for the night. So they go, hmm, I'm trying to figure out all the, 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 the order of things. Okay, so then they, the, um, the doctor walks off into another room and she see, she finds in this empty pool this, the, this guy strapped to a chair. I think it's the guy who was strapped to the chair and had everything cut open. It seems like everything got spread out 
and adapted and it had like floral life on it and all kinds of stuff. And his, his like part of his skeleton, his skeleton was higher and it was all freaky, but it seemed like it all kind of spread from that guy. So they're a little freaked out by, they're a lot freaked out by that. Uh, Tessa Thompson wants to get the hell out of there. Uh, Gina Rodriguez too. Um, they, they camp for the night and, um, they're, they're, while they're camping for the night, they, um, uh, Natalie Portman has a nightmare, so she goes out to the to who's watching, keeping watch with Jennifer Jason Lee, and they're talking. Beep, 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 and the other woman comes out. She's like, "Hey guys, how's it?" This all of a sudden they, they hear a roar. They see this the gate was open, and then this giant bear comes and takes the woman I didn't know right away, drags her off, and you know you never see her alive again. The next time we do see her, it, well, we'll get there. Um, so. They, the, um, Gina Rodriguez and Tessa Thompson are thinking they want to get the hell out of there. But Natalie Portman's like, look, we're this far in. Um, it's probably easier for us to just get to the lighthouse and then follow the coast the way back. She lied to them basically just because she wants to keep going. Jennifer Jason Lee, we find out, has cancer and is dying. And she doesn't care. She just wants to keep going and get answers, find these answers. So they start heading. Um, wait a minute. What the hell happens? Oh, so um, they're heading over at one point and they're like, um, you know, they find some bloody boots that belong to the girl that was dragged away. Natalie Portman goes in, finds her dead body, comes out. She's like, yeah, she's dead. Um, later on, for whatever reason, look, I, you got to watch this movie. If you didn't watch this movie, um, man, what happens next? Okay, so... At some point, she's sleeping again. Every time she dreams, she has these bad dreams of either cheating on her husband or her husband um, uh, leaving her. And, oh, she did talk to Jennifer Jason Lee when they, before the bear came and was like, I have to know, why did you choose my husband? You did psychological backgrounds on these people. You're the one who chose them to go in. Why did you choose him? Did he have a suicide mission? She's like, no, not a suicide mission, not a suicide feeling, just self-destruction. Maybe he was unhappy with something. Maybe he was unhappy with this. Maybe he was unhappy with his marriage or something. You know, I don't know. Um, that he just wanted to, you know, self, have a self-destruct mechanism, kind of. You know, um, and again, it goes back to he probably knew that she was cheating on him. So the next time they, they're in camp, all of a sudden uh, she wakes up with a gun in her face and it's Gina Rodriguez who, finds, who found the locket for some reason, somehow, found the locket with, with um, her husband's name in it, face in it, and he goes, pops her in the face, ties all three of them up, and is like, listen, because before she, they, we see her looking at her hands, she goes, I'm looking at my hands and my fingers, and my fingerprints are moving. I feel like everything inside me is moving. This is going to end badly. I need to know, um, you lied to me. Why are we in here? Um, I figure, uh, you know, last time... I don't want to be, you know, stuck to a chair, tied to a chair, you know, and sliced open. And I'm not the one tied to a chair. So she's losing her mind. You think she's going to start cutting them open because she said originally either something killed them or they went crazy and killed each other. And we know that something came, almost killed you with an alligator. The bear did come and kill that other woman. Um, So that part's true. And now maybe going crazy is true also. So she is about to go crazy and cut them open. And then she hears, help, help. And she runs to get to, she thinks that girl's alive, but no, it is a terrifying skeleton faced bear who somehow when it screams, it has the voice of the girl it killed 
and it rips Gina Rodriguez's throat right out of her, right out of her head. Kills her, beat, you know, but also is like, like gets up in their face. I don't know if it's blind or goes by the sense of smell or fear, but it got really close to them. Almost gets Natalie Portman. Tessa Thompson takes the machine gun out, blows her away. Um, um, and yeah, so they were, you know, um, Tessa Thompson earlier in the movie said, you know, I feel like what is happening here is refracting, refractions, which are like uh, prisms, right? Where it changes light. That's what happens. But it's not just changing light. It's changing, it's changing everything physically around it, everything, including the DNA, including us. Because they come across these flowery like plants that um, almost have like human shape to it because it's kind of adapting from humans, taking part of humans that, that were there before and the part of nature and kind of combining them. And that's why it's making these weird statues. These thing, this thing has been there for three years, by the way. It's been three years since the, the lighthouse hit and they've been studying it all this time. So that's why things are over. They evacuated people telling it was a chemical spill and it's just like abandoned areas. Uh, but had these really creepy kind of, you know, flower people that are like, you know, standing almost like a family that made you feel like um, maybe these are people who were killed here and what was kind of grown in its place with these weird people. But it also, it's affecting communications. It's affecting everything, including them. And, and Natalie Portman looks and her DNA is being affected too. And then Tessa Thompson at one point is kind of like, you know, you want to destroy it. The doctor wants to study it. I don't think I want to do either or, or find the reason. I don't think I want to do either. And very subtly, you start realizing plants are starting to come out of her hands, out of her skin. And the, they cut away and Natalie Portman's following her. And she's kind of walking off. And every time you see her, she looks worse and worse. She cuts through this area, and then she's gone. I'm thinking she just completely turned into a plant or something. I don't know. But now she's gone. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee took off to try to find the lighthouse. Everyone's gone. And it's now uh, Natalie Portman's by herself. She just keeps making her way, finally makes it to the beach. And the beach, very, very cool visuals in this scene, where the beach has uh, all these trees and stuff that are crystallized, and this lighthouse has this, like, white like bleached white uh, roots from almost like tree roots or like scar tissue. I don't know what it would, what you could call it, but she finally made her way to the lighthouse, which is where the meteorite hit in the first place. Now I, my, I was thinking the, you know, lighthouses serve two purposes, right? They are a beacon to draw you in to, to show you where you are, but they're also a light of warning, right? To, because they're like, look out lands right here. You don't want to hit us. Because that's, that's what I think of. And it's almost like, you know, you, you want to find this lighthouse. You're trying to find this lighthouse. But, you know, should you be going into this lighthouse? Like a warning? I don't know if I'm, if I'm trying to find metaphors and things. I was looking for metaphors in this, like, early in the movie. She holds hands with her husband. But we don't see them holding hands. We see it through the reflection of a drinking glass. Later on, they're, they're talking to each other. But it's through this reflection, through this, like, um, the prism of the drinking glass. Ooh, because it life refracted. Then later we see them behind the plastic of a hospital room, like a hospital area. Again, light refracted. Ooh, visuals, metaphors. Um, so she goes to the inside this lighthouse, and she sees this dead kind of skeleton, not kind of, this dead skeleton sitting cross-legged. And we see a... Um, uh, a video camera. So she hits the video camera and it's her husband. And he's talking about, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I am. If you find this, 
Um, you know, if you've ever seen a flash grenade, cover your eyes. If you find this, you know, look for Lena if you if you can. And he lets the grenade grenade off. He explodes, and you realize the dead body there is her husband. And then behind the camera, another version of her husband comes and looks right into the camera. Like what? Uh, they also showed like the the original Oscar Isaac like with the camera inside this. He found the lighthouse. Um, and he sees something that has this like shapeless looking uh, alien thing. And um, it's like, I think that became the other Oscar Isaac and that's what got out. So then she goes down. This is where it get, I get really trip, trippy. She goes through this hole to look for Jennifer Jason Lee, finds her. And she's like, starts saying these, gives this speech. And then all of a sudden she shoots light out of her mouth. And kind of becomes one with the alien thing. Becomes this giant, weird, prism, like, kaleidoscope-looking thing that Natalie Portman just stares into, stares into. Then a drop of her blood mixes with this. And I think that's what creates what we see next. Where is this, like, creature-type, not quite, not human, but humanoid shape. But much taller than than, um, Natalie Portman. Who kind of, it was very much like, um, very artsy-fartsy at this point where um, it was like a ballerina dancing where they're, they're, they're mirroring each other. They're fighting, but then if she doesn't fight, the, 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 the humanoid is um, um, mirroring her moves. She's not letting her leave, but at the same time, uh, it's like she, you know, when it falls down, it, when she falls down, it falls down. And I believe there was an actual person in a costume, if I read the, the credits right. I don't think it was just CGI. But it was also, it had to be some kind of thing. Because it had that look of like ink, inky, you know, light refracting off this thing also. So it wasn't quite fully formed. Then um, Natalie Portman finally kind of figures it out, what it's doing. She, gets, she finds another grenade, because there's another grenade there. Puts it in the hand of this thing. And the moment she touches it the thing starts to turn into her. She takes the grenade pin out and says, you know, I don't know what she says. She just runs away and the thing flashes, which then burns uh, the, the creature, burns the lighthouse and takes the whole, sh- and in like in, it ends up taking the whole shimmer down and she survives. She gets out, and they were, you know, that's when they're interviewing her back at the base, trying to figure out, you know, we have a team there now. There's nothing there but ashes. Um, we have only your word to go on what was happening. Uh, and then she says, "I, I want to see my husband." She goes to see her husband at the end, and he's, she's like, "You're not Kane, are you?" He goes, "I don't think so." And um, but he gets up. Oh, once the shimmer went down, his his vitals came back, and all of a sudden he was doing a lot better. Um, most of the movie he's, you know, lying in this bed dead in the, and then all of a sudden he's doing better because the shimmer came down. So she gets up and it's like, you're, um, you're not him, are you? She goes, he goes, I don't think so. And then he hugs her and then a little shimmer in his eyes, but then there's a little shimmer in her eyes. So I'm thinking, wait, did the alien, did, did we, did the thing that died was that, did they switch places? I don't know. That was a trippy movie. Apparently it was based on a book, and it was based on a book that is part of a trilogy. I don't know anything about this book. I wonder if it's worth a read someday. Um, and then I was reading things where it's like the the producer wanted to change the ending to make it more upbeat and make Natalie Portman more uh, more like um, uh, not likable. What's the what's the word where you f- you feel for her more? You know, uh, I can't even think of it. But 
they, the, the guy who had final cut agreed with the director to keep it the way it was. And that's fine. I like that. I prefer, you know, the, not some stupid ass producer goes, you know what? We need people to like this movie more because Natalie Portman's a likable person and we want her to be more accessible and we need people to feel happy. No, shut the F up. This is a story told for a reason. Uh, this was the re this was the story that's being told, you know, too bad if you don't like it. I don't know how it did in the box office. I don't know. I, I, um, I remember last year, hi Chris, he recommended, uh, that I watch this and it's been on the list since then. It was on Hulu. So I was going to watch something else today. And then I thought, you know, I'll, I'll save that, uh, because I was going to watch my last thing on stars for my free week. And then last night I got charged eight bucks for stars. So it turns out I'm going to do the whole month. So I'm going to have stars at least for one more movie, but I got to cancel that soon. Um, I think that's it. Very trippy. Very, um, like, I'm sure I missed a lot. Very confusing. It, it, I don't know if it warrants a rewatch. Maybe it does, but it definitely, I wouldn't mind looking up articles, uh, or reading the trivia on IMDb to kind of figure out little things that I missed. Um, I couldn't find anything about the Cloverfield monster being in, in Godzilla yesterday. So maybe I just misunderstood. I just mistook one monster for another. Ooh, was that a bee? Ah, ah, Okay, wait. I'm running from a bee. Okay, maybe not. Maybe that wasn't a bee. Maybe it was just a fly. Okay. Ah! Okay, that's a bee. Okay, that was very real. Anyway, folks, um, listen, listen. While I'm running for my life, um, I think it's a bee. Oh, that's a bee. All right. Uh, okay. While I'm running for my life. Anyway, listen. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality, okay? Every movie gets a post. You can find me on Letterboxd. If you've ever looked up Letterboxd, it's a place where people list out movies. Um, I don't do every movie I've ever seen. I do every movie month I've ever seen. So I have lists for 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and this year, 20. Every day, a new post gets up on the website, fansonexperts.com, and that really just shows you kind of some information. If you go to fansonexperts.com, every post shows... Um, the Rotten Tomato score, the Metacritic score, and the CineScore. It's funny that some movies get really high Rotten Tomato scores, but not great CineScore scores. And I think the Cinema Score is more like the audience asking people in the audience what they think. Where the Rotten Tomato scores are the you know the critics who are more intellectual. Um, so it's always funny seeing the differences in that. Like some movies get low Rotten Tomato score, but the audience seem to love it. You know what I mean, Hobbs and Shaw? So every movie that I do has you know, links to the actors, links to the IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, all these things. And you can, you can listen to the podcast right there directly. But if, you do, if you're doing that, you can also subscribe to us through anywhere that podcasts are available. Apple, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher. Um, oh, what's that other one? Uh, 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 Etsy, um, uh, 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 Apple TV+. Plus. Disney Plus, HBO Max, we're available everywhere podcasts are available. Um, so some of those places, you know, you might be a hard time finding us. Listen, that's it. I'm done. Much earlier today. I am almost 12 hours uh, earlier than I was yesterday. It's about noontime right now where I finished my movie last night around 1045 and got the post up like 45 minutes later. Um, because I didn't have any photo prepared. I'm taking pictures of myself, you know, with my head to the sky like I'm Godzilla uh, at 11.15 last night. Because I'm a grown-up. Anyway, folks, that's it from me. I'm done for the day. Annihilation, 
really cool sci-fi, just solid sci-fi, where I'm like, you know what, science fiction should be trippy, should be weird, and should be a little like, what the hell's going on here? I enjoy that kind of sci-fi, I enjoyed this, uh, interest- I was going to say fun movie, not a fun movie, but an enjoyable movie. Uh, and again, just, and the visuals were fantastic, fantastic visuals. Uh, and that's it for me, and apparently this guy also does the TV show Devs, which is on FX and Hulu. Haven't watched that yet, but I just learned that today from my brother. Now I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, ooh, the raindrops are starting to, starting to come, so I'm going to go inside right now. And until tomorrow, my friends, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this episode I'm not experts my podcast, I made it my dad is what I named it I think you should listen and subscribe.